Boy, I'm really excited about the Chiefs making the playoffs this year. Me too, but you know what else I'm excited about? Huh. Chiefs colored hope clothing well, shirts. I, I don't think we should announce that just yet. How are people going to know if I don't announce it? Because I was going to buy all of them. You're going to buy all 20. The limited availability of 20, and you're going to buy all of them. Yeah, I could wear all 20. That's what my, that was my plan. You're going to wear all 20? You won't be able to fit through doorways. Listen, I get the fat jokes at home. I don't need the fat jokes on a podcast. Brendan, other people need to buy some. Hopefully. I don't think they do. All right. But surely they come out like a month or two, three, four, five. That's what we should tell people. They come out in a year or two, right? Well, they're available for pre-order right now. What? Pre-order your Chiefs Color Hope Clothing KC t-shirt at hopeclothingkc.com. No, no, I wasn't finished. I have another thing to say. Okay. You were just blowing out this microphone. Ice to meet you. Because it's, it's icing outside, you yeah, see? Yeah, we, no, we get it. Oh, they don't know it. And it's a week later. Well, you don't win them all. <laughs> Thank you so much. This is Ain't Another Thing. This is a podcast where we drink, we talk, and everyone wins. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm not blowing out the mic, Vargas. I'm so happy for you. Today we have a very, very special episode of um, talking about Star Wars because I'm finally done tweeting about it for the first time in my life. You're going to be reminded about something and you're going to tweet right after this episode. All the goddamn time. So today on the episode we have two special guests. I'll have them introduce themselves. Hello, uh, I'm Ty from Who the Hell Is This For? And I am Greg from First Issue Club. Nice. Thank you guys so much for being on this podcast. Thanks for having us. We tried to do this last week, <laughs> and of course, the weather got really shitty, and then this week, the weather almost got really shitty again, so it's, I want, it's, it's fun. I have to let you know first oh. that you, Brendan, you broke Vargas straight up. So he came to me, Yeah, he came to me the other, uh, I mean, this was like, so this was like two weeks ago, right. right? Unprompted, and just comes up to me, sighs, and goes, I'm, I'm just sick of opinions, man. <laughs> That's all he said. Yeah. No context. <laughs> and then we dove into it. Oh. And I figured out what the problem was. I'm sorry, do I need to shut down my Twitter? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. It just it was everybody. That was oh, the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because the whole Star Wars with the Mandalorian Correct. and the new Correct. movie, it just like the whole universe was full of these goddamn opinions. A lot of opinions. And I was just done with it. I'm just tired. And it of doesn't it. help that people you follow probably are all Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Like your timeline, oh. you couldn't get away from. Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was impossible to to get around. Yeah. Good lord. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm sorry, I broke you. It wasn't you. It wasn't you. Oh, specifically. specifically. Okay. But you were a part of it. Yeah. Well, 100 <laughs> percent solid contribution. I was. I was a very big part of it. Um, so real fast off the bat, uh, four of us here have seen Rise of Skywalker, unless I'm super surprised and Brian has seen it. No. Yep. So I'm not surprised. Um, let's go around and we're going to talk. Just give me like a real quick tweet summary of how you felt about Rise of Skywalker. Um, started bad, ended worse. <laughs> That's Perfect. my tweet format. Because for the record, we're going to dive into a couple things. And then at the end, we have a big chunk save where we're really going to dive into Rise of Skywalker. So... Buckle up, Vargas. You're going to hear a lot of opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Too many, so many opinions. opinions. Ty, what's your tweet summary of Rise of Skywalker? All right, so this tweet starts out with the parentheses one out of 400. <laughs> and it just says, 
Okay, guys, I get it, but <laughs> um, so it's fun, not good. Right, right, right. We'll say that. And and good I'm sure, mo- or bad movie, good time. Exactly. And I know we'll dive into it later, but we we've met up and talked about this mm-hmm. movie before, and and uh, I think out of probably Greg, Ty, and myself, and then I don't I I know Vargas. I don't kind of know how you feel about it, but not really. Um, Ty was probably the most positive out of us, but yeah. <laughs> still not great. But yeah, still not great, great. And Vargas, what, what about you, buddy? I don't know. I thought it was all right. Nice. That's a really good tweet. Ringing endorsement. <laughs> I thought it was all right. <laughs> right. Hey, come on. She flips over the thing. Hey, hey, we're not going to talk about it. What? I we're, thought that was the whole thing. We're he does, into it. We're he does into the it shrug. <laughs> that, that will come up. That, that don't will, worry. Th- things will come up. I promise you. I have a, uh, this won't be a good visual uh, gag for the podcast, but here's my what list a great medium. 175 things. My last point. <laughs> What a train wreck. That was what <laughs> You know, we tweet, only have about an hour. My so. summary of this movie. But I, I mean, I, I think this movie has a lot Wait, of things. You didn't give us yeah, your, what's tweet? your tweet. It, what a train wreck. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> would be my, yeah, because uh, that won't fit in a tweet. Yeah, so let think. me start. Number one, wooden pal. Okay, no, no. <laughs> what's your tweet about it, Brian? When does it come to Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> Disney gonna, Plus. Yeah. yeah. What's a Star Wars? What's a star- <laughs> Go watch a Star Wars. Here's $5. Go see a Star Wars. Um, but yeah, I mean, and that's what I really wanted, especially since this is the culmination of nine movies, like essentially, I wanted to come together with people I know, people I'm getting to know and talk about like Star Wars because Star Wars is awesome and fantastic and wonderful and then ends kind of shitty. But I'm, I was very curious getting this whole thing together and talking with you guys about like the new movie and the old movies and kind of getting to know feelings about original trilogy the prequel trilogy like what relationships are with star wars essentially and I, I was curious you know in the grand scheme of things like what your guys's relationship with star wars you know when did you see it how do you feel about it what's kind of just like a really quick breakdown of like your your favorite like movie you know themes things like that um for me starting off with i saw empire when first that was like the first thing i saw i remember that specifically with my dad I don't remember seeing Star Wars until like later on. My dad was like, oh, this is like a thing. And I went, oh, very nice, very good. <laughs> so saw Empire initially and then fell in love with that. I mean, I mean, of course, had the three movies uh, that I've seen repeatedly a hundred times. And then I remember I was kind of in that age group of whenever George came back and made like the special editions and released those and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Getting a, like that new updated look of like, why did he change stuff? Like what, what's happening with all this? What's uncle George doing to us? And then sitting down 11 years old and seeing the Phantom Menace and walking out of the theater, my dad going, <sighs> I was like, and my dad's the type of guy, like he'll, he'll, he likes just about anything. So he'll kind of, I mean, he'll think it, it was fun. It was fine. But that was the first time I ever saw my dad specifically say, I just don't know. I don't, I don't know how I feel about, <laughs> felt about that. So, so yeah. And then, <clears throat> not a huge fan of the the prequel trilogies. Um, specifically, um, I think Phantom Menace is probably one of the better ones of the prequel trilogy. But I, I was getting ready to say, yeah, consider I think especially that it's actually good, correct? Especially because revisiting it, there's a lot of really good themes, and then specifically song themes. Danny, uh, I'm sorry, uh, who the fuck? I'm thinking Danny John Elfman. Williams. Yeah, Danny Elfman. Uh, John Williams <laughs> is themes. That John guy. What if yeah. he did compose? It? The, his composition of that movie is phenomenal. It's some of the best um, stuff he's done. Um, and then with this new trilogy, which again we'll kind of dive into a little bit more here in a second or two. But 
Um, I re I like the Force Awakens. I like what it did for bringing Star Wars back. I have a lot of problems with it, but then the Last Jedi I think is probably one of my favorite Star Wars movies of all time. And then this movie is a train of, wreck. Kind of a, kind of a pain in the ass. You said it. You said it up there. Train wreck. That was Wait, your tweet. So you One seventy-seven. So train wreck. You didn't like it. <laughs> oh. oh. Which we'll, we'll talk about here. <laughs> Uh, but I'm curious, yeah, with you guys too. Like, what, what's your relationship with Star Wars? Like, how do you guys feel about Star Wars and love Star Wars? You know, whatever. Um, so we grew up in a rural town, mm-hmm. and when it was like the mid '90s, because I have a brother who's like three years younger than oh, me. Oh yeah, there you and go. so there has to be a certain age when you're introduced to Star Wars, mm-hmm. or you will not connect with it. Mm-hmm. If you're too young, hundred percent, you're like, whatever, this is stupid. And if right. you're too old, you're like, whatever, this is stupid. <laughs> So it was like about 94, 95 when Kenner released their Star Wars figures oh, from the previous trilogies. Oh, yeah. And me and my brother went absolutely apeshit. Right, right, right. And we went to like KB Toys and we saw them. We're just like, what the fuck are these? <laughs> and my dad's like, it's time. <laughs> and so we got introduced to Star Wars and right. we loved it. We watched it on the VHS, yep. like the double VHS thing. We just wore that motherfucker Dude, out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the re-releases came out. Mm-hmm. And this was the time when CGI was new. This right. is like when you experimented with it, and George thought it was a good idea, and in hindsight, it was not. It was not a good idea. But you go in there, and as a kid, I'm seeing these, I'm just like, oh, cool, that's like a dinosaur thing that wasn't there before, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And then, like, scenes were different, and, like, as a kid, you're like, whatever, that was fun. Right. Movies right. are fun because it's an experience. I get to have fun. I felt the same way with the prequels. Right. When, as a kid, I was like, because I honestly think they were geared towards children that and george lucas is very much on record of saying these movies are for kids like they're they are they are kids movies so yeah yeah the, the movie about trade negotiations kids love yeah. taxes. about government <laughs> yeah. stuff and then the second movie throws all that out and it's like oh there's a separatist movement now like yeah it yeah, resonated with me tell me about world war ii <laughs> really easily also great time to expose your kid to terrible racist stereotypes <laughs> <laughs> you're saying opening What's you mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're saying opening your movie with Horrible Ooh. Asian stereotypes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Pump the brakes, George. <laughs> the, the universe is large and vast, and there's many it, voices you're out not, there. You're not wrong. And those voices have to be played by white people. But yes, yeah. go ahead, continue. We, uh, I, I really like that we stuck with that by having Space Boston in The Mandalorian. With <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking Bill Burr. What uh, else can we put Styles. in here? Hey, you fucking, fucking Mandalorian. <laughs> and then his his making fun of in-universe a racist joke against Gungans is yeah. like the best thing ever. Yeah. It's incredible. You know, typical Boston. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Someone different? Let's make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then how about the the new trilogy? This new, yeah, so the new, new tri- like two-thirds I really liked. Right, right. You know, this movie had its flaws. I honestly don't think I had fun because I was too busy looking at my wife from yeah. like the slow pan over. Just like, <laughs> did you fucking see that shit? Give me a break. <laughs> and everyone else was like, people were like clapping in my theater. Yeah. Oh my god! I only Get had a couple. I only had a couple clappers. I was the one cackling at times, and my mm-hmm. my fiance had to tell me to stop doing that. I did tell him that. He yeah. did tell me that. <laughs> but then there was also other people also laughing too. So yeah. it was a very. I had a very bizarre screen. I went Thursday night, like at seven. So did I? Yeah. And it was a very bizarre. Like some people kind of clapped. Some people were like, "What?" Other people laughed like I did. We went to a local theater, the Screenland. You oh, guys yeah, know yeah, about absolutely. it. Yeah. And our screen was about the size of this wall. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that took away from some of the vastness <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. And plus, it's so quick, you know. But we'll get into yeah. it. We'll get so into it. there's many things I'll get into for the for the final movie, but it just, you know, it was a right. no for me, dog. But two, the two thirds of it were right. 
great. And what would you say overall is your favorite Star Wars movie? I think my favorite Star Wars movie, besides the Christmas special, <laughs> would have to be... I really Ewok Adventures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, re- I really liked Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, the visuals in that movie and like the, the, the thematics of it and like just the tone of it really took it to another I, I would, level. I would totally agree with you, yeah. And then... Well, this is like a, a cheat one, but like how Luke looked in Return of the Jedi in his yes. all-black feature. Oh, boy. Badass. He rolls into Jabba's palace and just be like, you will do this. And yeah. it's like, what? Yeah. Holy it's shit. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Ty? All right. Uh, so which question am I starting with? I know we're going through a few right now. <laughs> we're, we're mainly starting your relationship with Star Wars. That's right. How you saw it, how you feel about the entire like enti- what... of Star Wars. Perfect. Uh, so my earliest memory of Star Wars is me running... It's... Related to Return of the Jedi, though it's not my current favorite movie, but at the time, definitely my favorite of the original Star Wars trilogy, of me running around our house in Florida with my shirt pulled up (laughs) in my head going just, (laughs) just like running around like an Ewok. Nice. I love that. (laughs) And then I I thought back, and apparently I had repressed a memory about Star Wars. Oh. Where did George touch you? Oh. In my heart, the <laughs> the first Star Wars or first Halloween that I can remember uh-huh. uh, is directly related to Star Wars because I picked my costume from Star Wars, and I, you know, I'm an idiot kid, and <laughs> I think back on this now, I'm like, who the fuck let me do this? <laughs> my of all the things I could have been from Star Wars for Halloween, my four year old ass wanted to be C three PO. Oh my god. <laughs> the the biggest and best Star Wars character <laughs> yeah. on the planet. Well, it turns out maybe the most important. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, arguably he's been in every movie or I knew. I knew. <laughs> C3PO Skywalker. <laughs> perfect, perfect. I love that. He's a fuck robot? <laughs> I didn't know that. He's a real girl. <laughs> but then as I got older, there I would I would put on New Hope. So first favorite Star Wars movie was Return of the Jedi. Then it became New Hope as I was like 13, 14. Right, right. And I would put on New Hope every night to go to sleep to. Oh, wow. Just because I I loved it. 100%, yeah. um, Then I hit the period where everybody's like... Oh, Brian's face. You're 13. Or? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you went through a lot, a lot of changes. A lot of changes are happening in your body. Yeah, I get it. I get a it. A lot of layers here. But I hit the period where all my friends were like, man, Star Wars is dumb. Yeah, I remember there was like, there was a period like in middle school, like where, dumb friends, man. where kids, where guys were like, oh, that's just not cool. And it's like, and, I, not cool. and I think it was like a whole <laughs> thing about like, it was like, I think Return of the Jedi gets mm-hmm. unfairly shit on. And I think people especially like our age group of like that like whenever we were that age of going well return of the jedi sucks and there was like a whole like weird thing with that and then it was a mixture of well the the effects are stupid and it's just old and it's just dumb it's like you guys are dumb yeah so i was i had a lot of friends (laughs) i i hid my love for star wars for a few years during that time until like mid high school when all my friends and i were like hey like Star Wars is cool again. Yeah. Like, we like Star Wars. <laughs> and like to the point that we all did a, me and a few of my friends Please were say all musical. Big, so, <laughs> <laughs> we were in show choir. Oh, yes. And there was a variety show at the end of every year. Oh, and me and yeah. a few guys who were all huge Star Wars nerds 
Um, right around that time, there was a really popular acapella John Williams tribute on YouTube. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, all with Star Wars lyrics, Star Wars themed lyrics. And we did that for the, uh, for the show. <laughs> and that video will be available at debates on tap. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm going to have to see if I can Twitter, find yeah. that somewhere. <laughs> um, but then after that, I, I got back into the trilogy. I revisited right. everything and then Empire suddenly shot up the ranks and Empire is hands down my oh, favorite yeah. Star Wars movie because that's when I feel like you do need to be a little older to just understand the themes that are present. I was going to say, because it, it's a very heavy movie, especially yeah. whenever like revisiting it, as like whenever I revisit Star Wars, especially like leading up to this new movie, um, revisiting Empire was a pretty interesting experience mm-hmm. because like one, you have the whole thing, like that's our movie where our characters grow and it's very dark and you find out stuff about Luke and his lineage and his destiny that like totally take a, a side turn with like his his whole like how he grows up. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you would think if they did a movie like that in the sequel trilogy, everybody would love it and it would be really, really pretty. It's online. almost like the sequel was not as well received at the time. Yeah. Hmm. Really odd. Yeah. <laughs> you guys remember it, when he slept in a tauntaun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty but, cool. Huh? But then you have, I mean, I, and I think that's an important like parallel to make, especially about Empire and then Last Jedi, is that revisiting those two movies, especially like as you mm-hmm. go through the the nine movies or the eight movies, whenever at home, um, it's so interesting that you know Empire is our movie of growth. Like our, our characters are learning mm-hmm. things, going through trials, like and ultimately failing essentially. Mm-hmm. Like Luke gets his hand fo- cut off. He finds out everything he's been building to. He's been lied to about his lineage, his parentage, his find, sister, his sister yeah. who he curses before, um, and finds out that the literal his worst nightmare, what he takes with him into Yoda into that cavern in Dag- Dagobah, is his father. And that's insane. Like mm-hmm. that. Like finding that out is is nuts. Then you have the flip side of that. Like uh, the whole journey between Kara, uh, Carrie Fisher, Kara uh, <laughs> Dune. Yeah, Kara Dune. Uh, oh. <laughs> I had to say it. Be oh. careful. Be careful, guys. Um, about Leia, Han, Chewie, and that whole thing is is again like they're trying to escape. They can't. You have this whole like tussle between Han and Leia and everything they're going through, as well as like this awful predicament they're in, especially being chased like by the Empire. And then ultimately, again, failing. Han essentially gets put in carbonite mm-hmm. because Harrison Ford essentially wanted to be written <laughs> out of the movies. You have <laughs> Leia and now Lando and Chewie leaving, not winning anything, losing the battle essentially, and tucking tail and running. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a fascinating, just fascinating just juxtaposition between Last Jedi, especially, mm-hmm. where the I whole think whole theme is failure. Yeah. What's really important with that is uh, the presence of Yoda in mm-hmm. both movies because. Like when I was a kid and I was running around like an Ewok, uh, <laughs> like Yoda to me is what baby Yoda is to all of us now. It's 100%, like he's just, yeah. oh, little green guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's running he's around. He's goofy and, and cute yeah. and fun. Oh. And now like, now you watch it and you revisit that and you see what Yoda was doing when Luke first comes to right. Dagobah. And you see, one, his reluctance to train and two see how committed Luke is to all of this. Right, because the, the whole thing is a test. You yeah. know what I mean? The whole thing, like him first like presenting himself to Luke, because he knows exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. And presenting himself to Luke is just like this weird little creature on a planet and seeing how Luke responds to that, seeing Luke's Yoda anger and going... the shit out of R2 with his cane. One of my favorite <laughs> moments in the movie. But. Were you guys not terrified by Yoda as a kid? Not at all. No. The well, first time I saw him, I was just like, get that fucking thing <laughs> off the screen. No goddamn way. <laughs> he looks so just like... 
the the puppetry that was just like presented yeah. was just like he was grizzled and like falling apart see, literally. See, and I think he looks worse. Like when before uh, George updated the Phantom Menace and made Yoda oh, a God. CGI creature, sexy. Correct. Um, he's sexy. He's sexy. Yoda up a little bit. Um, I think the rigid, the puppet they used in Phantom Menace was a, a weirder it's looking bad. puppet yeah. than it was, and I can see why George it's basically like, changed it's it. It's ketamine Yoda, like, <laughs> bath salt Yoda. Right. I never liked the way his mouth moved inward whenever he went, because <laughs> like, it like sucks. It's in. like yeah, the you fingers. Know what I'm he's about? like chewing on his gums. Yeah, he's so he's trying to do like the pursed lips, yeah, but he just made he's pulling fist. the dentures back a little yeah. bit. I don't like Yoda's any of old, man. And then, Ty, real fast, like, how do you feel about this? The new trilogy overall. You know so I, mean? I think, I think years from now, overall, we are going to be a lot more forgiving with some of the issues that everyone has with each movie. Sure. I can I can accept um, that. Except for the guys who are just never going to let this go until Ryan Johnson dies. <clears throat> Not in his sitting mentions. right here. <laughs> Not my Luke. Yeah. In in no. his mentions on every single tweet Dude, that he, he ever has. He can Ryan Johnson can tweet about like his pleasure of being nominated for best screenplay for Knives Out. And people being as mentions like, yeah, but you ruined Star Wars. Yeah. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I still think one of my favorite Ryan Johnson tweets ever was after a bunch of news. Right on that disastrous mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker press tour, You're right? Uh, something happened, and Ryan Johnson tweeted like, "I've been away for most of the day, but man, <laughs> isn't the internet such a wonderful place? <laughs> I can get to this from my yeah, phone." I, I love Ryan Johnson. What about uh, you, Vargas? Vargas? Yeah, I've seen the Star Wars movies for sure. Right. Um, I was actually <laughs> talking a little bit about you talking about Star Wars with you a little bit. I was actually kind of shocked. A little bit about how your relationship with Star Wars. Yeah, so I I am not. I'll say this: I am not, and was not as a child, and probably will never be like a Star Wars guy. Mm-hmm. Right. My uh, my relationship with Star Wars is probably way deeper with like Knights of the Old Republic mm-hmm. than it is Ooh, yeah. with the sure. movies. Sure. I mean, that's not to say I don't enjoy the movies. I did. Right. But. I don't have the deep emotional connection that I think elicits a lot of the emotions that people feel about I these movies. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not specifically directing anything no, you're at, you're at anyone you're at this good. table, but like, I'll well, I think like there's like a time. target on my back. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but like, there are people that feel so strongly about Star Wars that part of me feels like Disney should not have made more Star Wars movies. And this is something <laughs> here in a second. I want to talk about this new trilogy specifically and yeah. why I, Basically agree with Be- you. Because, yeah. because there was no way that there was going to be even a 90% success right. rate according to fans, right? I mean, right. Especially anyway. the way they set it up and did it. But yeah, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll get into yeah. it. But So my, my favorite movie, I, I like New Hope. I like the classic yep. hero adventure story, whatever. But, oh, yeah. You know, I thought the prequels were fine. You know, the yep. the third one, whatever it is, is uh, what is it? Revenge of the Revenge Sith. Revenge of the Sith is not great. Agreed. I thought the other two were fine. I thought all three of the sequel movies were fine. There were some silly moments in the newest one, but yeah, I didn't have a lot of like hot su- takes. Uh, yeah, I, I really right. just didn't. I didn't have a lot of hot takes because I'm not like uh, the, right. the Star Wars guy. And that's what mm-hmm. like whenever you told me you had seen it, I was kind of surprised because you were like, "Yeah, it was fine, blah yeah. blah." But then you specifically calmed me down as I went to get <laughs> irate. Yeah, and you were like, "But, but." 
I you you Vargas don't have like the emotional attachment, yeah, or like the 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 whole Star Wars like so. And the, and the the part of the reason was is like when when people our age were getting into Star Wars, I was like balls deep in James Bond. Right, uh, that, what a that, place uh, to be. Yeah, yeah. Vargas, is, really. Vargas is our Bond guy. That yeah. was my like. He's thing. our Bond boy. I'm, I'm into <laughs> it. I, I own all of them. I, I own well versed in bondage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the new movie? Uh the production troubles has me worried. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I like that. It seems like they're taking a lot of steps uh, to to make it different. To I make would it stand out. Anyway. Do I dare ask if there's a favorite Bond? Yeah, I mean, Dan. <laughs> is there? Honestly, I think I think I'm tied with uh, Sean Connery and Dan, uh, Daniel Craig. Okay. Interesting. I think those guys are. I think Daniel. Craig, I mean, they're kind of like flip sides of the same coin, right? But and I like I like I like the arc. <laughs> yeah, and, and I will say like <laughs> what I've heard from this new movie too. I like the arc of like this is like like we've seen Bond like become a guy. Not be the guy anymore. Now he's like the old guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's very interesting. Yeah. I can't wait for a leisure wear Bond in Jamaica. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. And then one last thing: Do you think Rami Malek's gonna be Doctor No? Yeah, that's hundred yeah. percent. I tweeted. I, I tweeted, tweeted that. Tweeted didn't that. I? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what's gonna as happen. As soon as yeah. as soon as they tweeted it out, no I time, went. No time to die. Yeah. I went and looked at what whatever his name was that played Doctor No, and I was like, hundred percent, he's Doctor No. Dude, fuck yes, that'd be so sick. Hundred percent. Again. I, Super hot take because the movie's not even out yet. But yeah, that's my. I think yeah, that's there. We go. Okay. Is this just because they uh, really botched the thing with Christoph Waltz? I don't see an. Yeah, I mean, the making him his brother, I thought was kind of interesting. I forgot all of that yeah. until I was like reading stuff about this new movie and when. Oh yeah, they made like Blowfield. Like yeah, I was like, oh, that's, that's insane. Yeah. But yeah, again, this is not a James Bond podcast, so we'll go ahead. <laughs> it's and, not. We'll go ahead and pass it off to Brian. Yeah, well, see, a lot like Vargas, I also don't have a deep emotional connection. Mine was reserved for Star Trek, mm-hmm. which my mm-hmm. dad has a deep emotional connection with, and right. he's the one who brought me up. So like, that's where it is. But right. that being said, it's fucking sci-fi and samurai. Like, yep. of course 100%. I'm going to be into that shit. Right. So it's uh yeah, Hidden Fortress was way better, okay. <laughs> Flash Gordon? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guy. It's Dark Crystal anyone? <laughs> Hell yes. It is great. I right. enjoyed it a lot, but like Vargas said, I don't think there didn't need to be another trilogy for that. I I, I don't think. Right. There's yeah. so much story to tell in the Star Wars universe right. that it could they could have done anything nice a Knights of the Old Republic movie. I think people would have loved that right. show. Oh, it's coming. I would agree. It, I yeah. think it's coming too. Uh, uh Revenge of the Sith, that's the Hayden Christensen one, yes. right? Yeah, correct. That's the w- worst one. Yes. I would agree. I would agree with you. All of yes. them. I, well, everyone, I would refute that. <laughs> oh, everyone Lord. underestimated his power. So. Oh yeah! I've got the high ground. I'm standing five feet above you, but I've got the I've got to go rewatch it without underestimating. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Uh, can I pick a non Skywalker? Yeah, 100%. saga for yes. my favorite. I think. Okay, this is my hot take, and I told Vargas. Yeah. I think I told yeah. you. This yes. is my hot take. I th- yeah, Star Wars television has been better for years versus the movies. I can agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Besides. Uh-huh. Rogue One is the is my shining gem. Rogue One is Star Wars a phenomenal movies. Star Wars movie. I, yes. I think that's the best Star Wars movie in the last yeah. however long. Yeah. I think it's I think it's better than You mean the only one that doesn't have anything to do with like the original characters? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I think it's better than Return of the Neut- of the 
old trilogy, Return of the Jedi. I think it's sure. better that's, than that. See, that's, again, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. It's right here for fresh out of the oven. <laughs> again, it's not part of that Skywalker. It's not like right. technically part right. of it. It's right. adjacent, but it's not part of that Skywalker saga. Yeah. Um, it gives I, context to it, though, for it sure. It definitely does. Um, but yeah, that's that's my big. Right. So that's probably my favorite. But nice. again, not a lot of I, yeah. All the movies I can watch them all. Yeah, I don't have to turn yeah. any of them off. Exactly. You yes. know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's fine. I would agree. But I'm that. also not going to write a blog post about any of them. That's no. where I'm coming from, and yeah. I feel like you're in the same boat. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. We'll check Definitely. back in with Vargas when the Moon Knight TV show comes <laughs> out. <laughs> what? Why? I've already started that. <laughs> I, I follow. You started that on Zanga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. I follow many oh. Moon Knight exclusive. Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts. Did you hear the newest Many. news? Yeah, Many. To, to get the news. And because a lot of these dudes try and sell Moon Knight comics, and I want to buy all of them. Oh, shit. That's That'd be really incredible. Yeah. Smart. Is he going to be in Morbius? Is Moon Knight going to be in Morbius? Yeah. No. <sighs> no, he will not. Morbius. <laughs> no, he will not. That they movie. Don't, I don't, could, do they have the rights to him? Sony? No, but, but they, they've done it. We're not. No, we're not. We're not <laughs> we yeah. can't get into it. This we'll is Star Wars for episode. another time. Yeah. Another Star Wars time. episode. Four right. hours later. Who would, win, <laughs> who would win in a fight, Vargas? Morbius or Moon Knight? <laughs> Moon Knight. Yeah. Uh, that just, was like his whole thing. He's, I just wanted him to we're start we're yelling. <laughs> All right. So now we're, let's transition to, I want to talk about specifically, like, because we've mentioned like this newer trilogy a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about like your guys' thoughts in almost like a mini review before we dive into Rise of Skywalker in a little bit of like the force awakens and the last Jedi specifically, because uh, like I mentioned earlier, like I, I like force the force awakens. I think mm -hmm. for having dog shit star Wars for so long and only having good star Wars in like the animated shows and things like that to bring Skywars, 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 Skywars. <laughs> to bring the Skywalker <laughs> saga and star Wars back around look, star Walker. look at star killer. I think it's a good <laughs> I think I think Force Awakens is a good way for for it to go. Hey, Star Wars is serious again. You know what I mean? Like it goes back to like this jaunty, fun, uh, like original trilogy feel, and it feels like a direct sequel to the events of the original trilogy, which I like a lot. I also like the idea of it's almost like a a flipped way of writing your themes, I guess, where. In the original trilogy, Luke's whole journey was, you know, he's trying to create his own destiny, hates where he's from, blah, blah, blah. He finds out his destiny is the most evil person in the galaxy. And he is trying to run away from that and become the hero. He wants to become the, the White Knight Jedi. And I think that's phenomenal. I really like the setup in Force Awakens with Kylo Ren as being the just, juxtaposition of that, split with Rey with, uh, a little bit. But Kylo Ren comes from Han, Han Solo and, and Leia. And I love this idea of this guy coming from the good part or the good side of this whole story and basically becoming bad. I, I like that, that idea a lot of inverting that whole expectation. As well as I really like Rey and her whole idea of she comes from nothing and she's someone that needs to create her own destiny. I, I love that stuff a lot. So that's why I think... I really like, really, really like Last Jedi a lot because it expands on those themes quite a bit of Kylo Ren. You know, you get a little bit of that in The Force Awakens where he is kind of going back and forth between the dark and the light and then eventually kills his father because he thinks like that's what's going to make him become the bad thing he wants to be. 
But ultimately, his whole issue is Snoke and Luke Skywalker. And everything they set up in The Last Jedi and him basically embracing that evil and going after Luke and killing Snoke is phenomenal. As well as you finally realize that all this baggage that Rey is carrying, all this stuff, you know, she wants to find out who she is. She's willing to go to the bad place on the island to find her destiny. And she turns away from it. And once she realizes that her home, her family is with the resistance and all these other people and kids in the galaxy who can be, who are all force people and the force binds us all. And Ray says, I'm going to, I'm here. Like I, I know my destiny now and it's to find out what the force is and to spread it to other people. I, I love that idea. And then I think this new movie totally throws it out of the window and does something else with it, which, which sucks. And we'll dive into Rise Skywalker here a little bit. But one other big problem I have, one major problem I have with Force Awakens is that it feels very much slapped together. Like there are parts of it that, that feel, and you can, there's whole, all kinds of stories about the production and the script and like how they started filming it. And they were basically saved by Harrison Ford breaking his leg in the door of the Millennium Falcon. That shut down production. They rewrote the script and threw stuff out. But there's things in the movie, especially like with Ray and how she goes from like, she hears and finds out the Jedi are real. Han offers her a job. She's all aboard. Then suddenly we get from A to C of her going, I don't want any part of this. I'm running away. And it's like little things like that that you go, wait a second. Like, like what, what is like where we didn't have any middle ground with this character and like where she's going to go. You know what I mean? You were so eager 10 minutes ago. Where the right. hell are you now? And I think that ultimately like with force awakens that that's my biggest problem with the movie is that I, I like where it goes. I like what it sets up, but I think there's a, like a slapdash feel to it, which again, they only had like 13 months to put the movie together. Like that's insane for a big budget movie yeah. like star Wars. And I think that's a product of what happened to it. But then you have last Jedi, which to me is the whole theme is failure. Yoda says it plainly at the end of the movie, like what the whole theme is, where our characters need to go. Everyone grows, becomes characters. It's awesome. As well as showing, Hey, this whole mystery of Snoke is just another bald, weird asshole. Who's going to, who just tries yeah. to take over the empire. Like that's just what he is. Well, there's going to be another bald, weird asshole probably later, probably Kylo Ren, you know? And I, I love that idea. I love that idea of it, there's always just going to be some weird dude who takes over the empire. There's always going to be some weird dude who like wants to have power, like just a rotating door of move shitheads. Move past it. Kind of like our government. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're not mean, a political podcast, Greg, so. Those, we are now, God damn yeah, it. Put those piping hot takes on the cooling rack. <laughs> right. right? But, my, but my last thing I'll say about this, like, especially just juxtaposition between. Oh. This, not this, this whole podcast. No, no. God, no. We have 30 more minutes? No, not at all. This is five minutes slow. <laughs> <laughs> My timer is five minutes slow. Is, is I, is I'm, I'm both like flummoxed and I love the fact that like if you go back to the original trilogy, like you know nothing about Im the Emperor. You saw him in like one scene in Empire where, you know, Darth Vader talks to him and Empire tells him, you need to get Skywalker. He's very important to us. And then I... Get me Skywalker's yoga pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then in Return of the Jedi, I love the scene at the start of the movie where Darth Vader go, flies into the unfinished Death Star. Mm -hmm. And everyone's kind of like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is Darth Vader here? Darth Vader gets off the thing and goes like, the Emperor's coming. And the way the dude just is like, <laughs> oh, shit, oh, fuck. shit. <laughs> like, he's just like, at first, like, he, he opens a conversation with like, hey, well, you know, we're trying our hardest. Maybe we got more men. Maybe. Then Darth Vader's like, nah, motherfucker. Emperor's coming now. And the guy's like, we'll redouble our efforts. Like, <laughs> it's going to happen. Like, that's all you need to know about this yeah. dude who we've only seen one time. 
and who challenges Luke and is ultimately the, the harbinger of Luke and Darth Vader's whole story and whole theme. And I rest my case. About, your honor about this stuff <laughs> but like i'm curious that with you guys specifically like your yeah. thoughts on like because you mentioned like you like two-thirds of these movies but i'm curious like why you know you know things like that there was zero through line yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for these new trilogies the the main reason why the original trilogy worked so much is exactly what you just explained right. it was peppered in who the real villain was right I didn't know who the fuck the real villain was, <laughs> and no one else did in this new trilogy. Right. And it was just kind of like dropped in in the third movie, just like, hey, right. isn't this pretty cool, everybody? Right. And kept, everyone was just I kept like, waiting no. for them to fight the stars, and they never did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> movie, movie, movie ruined. <laughs> so, Star Wars. The stars were never, very much uh, at peace. They, yeah, they never fight the stars. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> most peaceful of any. You never see any celestial bodies fight at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very much, I mean, even the original trilogy had different directors. Yes, exactly. And it didn't feel like that. It definitely had a, right. a rhythm and a, a line that they were following. Right. Except for the whole incestuous relationship. I feel like that was a, a thing where just like, hey, we're going to switch it real right. quick. Which, Maybe they'll forget the kissing part. Which, which, uh, right. Which one day I would love to like have a po- I want to talk to you guys about another podcast I want to do. <laughs> but about like the history of Star Wars uh-huh. and how like when George Lucas wrote the original draft for Star Wars, it was insane mess. And as they were filming it in blah, 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 like he had no plan for like the next movies. Mm-hmm. Like he had none at all. I and, don't know why I've never talked to you about this before, but you know, they made a comic book series out of his original draft. Right? Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's insane. Have you read it? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah. I've, I've read that. I have a, uh, like the art of star Wars, the Ralph, Ralph McQuarrie. Oh, uh, like, oh man. Those it, designs were sick. Yeah. But like they have really great interviews with Ralph McQuarrie, how like uh, Lucas contacted him in like this, like 73, 74 about like <laughs> doing the art for star Wars. And, uh, and basically George opened every conversation with, we're probably just gonna make one if we even make that. Like, who even knows what's gonna happen? Just, just do these designs for me. But I, but I think that's a really good, interesting idea because that's one of my big problems with this new trilogy too. Mm-hmm. Is that the original trilogy had the first movie, then George went, "Fuck, this is popular. I got to make more of these." <laughs> hey, and George went, "Let me lay out the outline for all these movies," mm-hmm. and had uh, Lawrence Kasdan, Irvin Kershner make the second one. Yeah. Well, Spielberg stepped in a little Spielberg, bit. Spielberg, Spielberg, say Spielberg. <laughs> Uh, saved the first movie. He, George Lucas's wife saved the first movie in edit. Yeah, because I remember George. I mean, Steven Spielberg came to him as they're filming a movie, read the script, and went like, "None of this works. Like this movie is insane," and kind of like guided him through making a big budget uh, Star Wars movie. And then they got the edits back, and his he sat down with his wife, mm-hmm. and his wife was like. None of this works. This is insane. (laughs) George, honey. And basically helped him piece together like how this hero's journey should be. So that's why like Star Wars feels like its own movie. Mm -hmm. It feels like one movie and that's that's it. So how come nobody did that for the prequel movies? (laughs) Because (laughs) Because George was too powerful at that point. Yeah. George was too powerful and he wrote the scripts two weeks before they started filming. Yeah. So yeah. I think I may have gone too far. Yeah, correct. (laughs) And then, like, the with best this, quote. I love that quote, yeah. And then, with this, specifically the new trilogy, mm-hmm. they basically announced the, they announced the date before they had anything set up. Yeah. And they started pre production. They hired J.J. Abrams to write a script, which is always a bad idea to, like, just start pre production on a movie. <laughs> Let J.J. do anything. And, and yeah. <laughs> and they wrote the original script. They actually hired a guy. She got his son on board. Oh, God. They can make Spider Man 4. Fuck that. <laughs> save that for my podcast yeah, for where we, we fucking ream the um, Abrams. But but yeah, the history of like The Force Awakens, like they, they hired an original guy to write the movie. He had the idea of 
making the two leads twins. And that's where like a lot of rumors came out about like having twins and like those are the people who have the force and blah, blah, blah. And then also this whole idea of like a sunken Death Star, which shows up in Rise of Skywalker, which is super interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they had all this pre-production stuff set up, they started writing the script, they kicked one guy off, and then J.J. and Lawrence Kasdan started writing this new script with the the idea of we're only going to make this one movie and then we're going to pass it on to someone else. And Jay, and then they hired Ryan Johnson to mm-hmm. write the movie. He was present for the Force Awakens filming, things like that, um, to like kind of get an idea of where it was going, and then to start writing his movie. Ryan Johnson was really supposed to—he was going to write the the eighth and ninth movie and direct them both. And then during the deadlines for the eighth movie, he realized I can't film or make this ninth movie, so I'm going to put basically throw out my ninth movie script and then condense what I want into this one movie. Yeah. And I think that's 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 crazy. Well, and JJ and the production group, they mm-hmm. signed off on the choices that were made by Correct. Ryan Johnson. That's the biggest thing that Yeah, they the, didn't sneak this movie in. Yeah, the no. biggest flaw <laughs> in the <laughs> new trilogy. <laughs> They'll switcheroo. Yeah. But it's wild that there are people who legitimately think they did. And well, the, it's, the biggest it's, flaw in the sequel trilogy is that we we had creators who decide to bow to the loudest Basically, voice. Yes. And absolutely. instead of following a reasonable plot thread that had been set up by your director of this middle part, they they opted not to do that. Right. And that's the biggest flaw and what led to everything being so disjointed. And, and so many things like and, and to speak on like your first point specifically about like you had this very vocal crowd of like people going like well, the, sh- the stuff they set up or like JJ was supposed to do with the three and he had blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of stuff taken out of context. You know what I mean? Like uh, like the quote where people like specifically say like, oh, JJ had a whole idea for seven, eight, nine. It's like, no, JJ basically just said like, if he could do seven, eight, like eight, nine, this is what he would kind of do. And and then I love this whole idea of like this, this, this weird sect of fandom, like the not my Luke fandom of like accusing Ryan Johnson of ruining Luke Skywalker. JJ's like his like idea for the next movie was Luke Skywalker as a hermit. George yeah. Lucas's original treatments for seven, eight, nine was Luke Skywalker as a hermit who trains the new Jedi. Because it follows the theme of Obi Wan Kenobi. Correct. I mean, and, Jesus, and Yoda, fuck people. It's like laid guys. out right in front of you. Right. Well, shit. Um, there is there's an it. EU. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> there's there's an EU trilogy. I believe it is the Thrawn trilogy. Right. Right. That starts with. Luke, Luke did exile himself for right. a while. What well, they they don't they don't focus on that in the original trilogy. But Luke went into exile between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Yes, and so it's completely within his character that he is dealing with a lot of these things right. when he has to confront his family history and right. uh, the evil that he has essentially inherited. So that's I could do a separate podcast just on Luke Skywalker. <laughs> and, and I mean, and this is. It's your turn now. So, yeah, so what are you guys' big biggest issues with the, the new trilogy as a whole, if you don't mind? The, the trilogy as a whole? Yeah, I, I agree with you, Greg, is that like I think not having one single yeah. voice through each one to like what they, what they needed to do. You, pay, you could pay us millions of dollars to do this, but what they needed to do was have J.J., Ryan Johnson, and whoever they just picked, because originally I had another guy, Colin Trevorrow, to write mm-hmm. the, the Peyton third, Manning. The next one. <laughs> to basically... David Cronenberg, right? Yeah. <laughs> David Lynch. Yeah, I was going to say, Venner let's talk about that. Right. 
But but they they needed to get all these guys in a room together, not just Ryan Johnson visiting the set of Force Awakens and like hearing what the Force Awakens w- was going to be. Yeah. They needed all these guys to sit down and go, here's what the story is, here's what we want to say, here's the vision of this new trilogy. Yeah. Because, and we'll talk about it whenever we get to Rise of Skywalker in a second, but I, I think a self-imposed nine film wrap up for this for this series is is insane like yeah. um it was it, with the trilogy it was two steps forward 17 steps back for the last <laughs> movie because they just deleted it they deleted the middle movie for no apparent reason but to fulfill jj's dream to make his first movie make more right. sense yeah and and, and, I, and i think even as a sequel to that movie it still doesn't work it doesn't because oh, it doesn't well. fucking reference anything in the goddamn movie. <laughs> okay, so real fast, what, what? How do you feel about this new trilogy overall? Other than it's fine. Do you have any other oh, things? I was just gonna literally just say, it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine. Uh, I mean, I thought it was fun. They had a lot of fun new characters. I wish Benicio del Toro would have come yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, a good that was fun cool. character. His comic book was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard. I didn't read it. But it was also a one shot. <laughs> 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 Have you guys read any more of the Kylo Ren comic books or anything like I that? I couldn't find the Kylo Ren because that's oh really that's a hot issue right now. Right, yeah. Yeah. The rise of Kylo yeah. Ren, but well, and like they just rebooted the comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To mm-hmm. do the, like in between the uh, the original trilogy, right? So because people are clamoring for that, yeah. But that's a, it's a lot. There's a dense lineage there with comic books in general like right that's a, its whole other fandom right right well yeah. there so there prior to force awakens they had predicted a lot more for uh just the poe dameron story going forward because shattered right. empire came out right. right before force awakens and that was all about poe and mm-hmm. uh you found out poe's parents it also kind of retconned part of this in rise of skywalker uh, again problems i have yes. with this movie <laughs> yeah. uh, but there was a really cool bit where Poe grew up on Yavin. On Yavin 4, yeah. yes. And I remember he, reading about that and hearing about that, and I, Oscar Isaac was so excited about that, because he he recommended that story point. Mm-hmm. He told him that he wanted that whole um, idea. And and then you have in this movie, suddenly he's not that anymore. <laughs> like, it's, he it's he took a turn somewhere in yeah, his like very honorable, it, like raised in the rebellion very life. Bizarre, yeah. but, and he's like, I'm going to be a smuggler. Right. Anything else you want to add? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> it. Again, like, right, yeah, 100%. I, don't, I don't have the, the thing, so right. I don't know. I kind of watched each movie like it was its own. Yeah, I can, I, can, I can understand that. Yeah. Justice for Rose, right? I haven't yeah. seen the last one, but yeah. Yeah. sounds like she got snubbed for screen time. Yeah. She did. Yeah. She, yeah. she did. 76 she did. seconds. Big and then even, even though you haven't seen this new one, it was, any, any <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. The synopsis I read online was fine. The trailers were great. <laughs> the uh, I'll say it now because we're getting ready to get into it anyway. If you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled. Oh, yeah. We're getting ready to bounce. spoil the fuck out of We got thing. some rotten eggs coming up. Spoily. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys... I, I didn't see it coming that Ray was going to be what's-his-fuck's granddaughter. Do you, do you remember we yes. had just yeah, watched the Denver Broncos Chiefs game? And we saw the preview for Rise of Skywalker. And I said, here's my prediction, that she's going to be a Palpatine. Do you remember I, I, I said that? I predicted I, that. I, I was kicked sure out blocked, of the house. Yeah. <laughs> I blacked out because that's you when Mahomes me to hurt leave. his knee, right? Uh, no, that was the snow game. That oh, was, this, oh, that the, was, second that was the second game. game. Okay, yeah. no, I don't remember that, but I, I believe you. I was expecting it to happen. Don't hit me again. I didn't want it to happen. Also, you, made like, it happen. you brought this up earlier with Ty. I 
actually brought a doll, and I need you to show me where JJ touched you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Where did he hurt you? So yeah, we can, we can dive into Rise of Skywalker, um, and I can open up my Word document of yes. Yes. No, me too. We have 175 points to get through. Yeah. So rapid fire. I want lightning them to round. start. By the way, lightning round. Yeah, we could definitely start with that. <laughs> so <laughs> we're we got about 15 left. <laughs> No, we're oh, yeah. we're oh, golden. Yeah. Don't you we're lie. golden. <laughs> so distill it down to probably like a few points, something like yep. that. What really in this movie, what to you give me Greg's like review, positive, negatives, whatever you want to start. Whatever gotcha. you Less than 175 points. <laughs> <laughs> Disconjointed. The fan service yep. felt phony. Right. It was pretty to look at. Kylo Ren. His saga made no goddamn sense. Agreed. The Force stuff where they could see where each other were at, the Force vision, I love that as a storytelling. Yes, I love the Force FaceTime. It's um, very good. Uh, whatever. It was great. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was a great way to tell a story, and it was a great way to really um, explore their relationship right. and how it was growing. It, I, it went a direction I did not think it was going to go. <laughs> When, you about them smooching? when they kissed, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was... And my I, wife was like, yeah, that makes sense. I was like, how? <laughs> I guess me, that's why I didn't do to too well while, in my 20s. While I felt... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't read signals because I didn't see that oh, coming man. at all. You know how many people I battled with a lightsaber <laughs> yeah. and didn't make out with? How many? <laughs> I killed so many grandpas yeah. and I didn't kiss anybody after that. Yeah, they requested it, though. Right. <laughs> I, I think the Force FaceTime sets up really good chemistry between those characters. And yes. I like, I, most of the stuff in this movie that I like mm-hmm. is between Ray and Kylo Ren. Yeah. But I still feel like that, the kiss, the smooch, which JJ has since said is a brotherly, sisterly kind of kiss, which kind of fits in with the whole yeah, theme of Star Wars. I kiss my brother all the time. All the time. Feels totally unearned. You know what yeah. I mean? And it, it, it did. It, it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, there were. Pe- I, I felt so disconnected from this movie while I was watching it. Right. It really threw me off because I've been so connected with the other films. Yeah. There were people sobbing next to me in this film during really pivotal parts. Uh, not just the soundtrack tie, but like <laughs> really big points. I'm just yeah, like, twins, twins, I, this doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Right? Like, why are you crying? Oh, like man. this? You are stupid. Human, <laughs> other human in the theater. Other, other people here. Can you expound for me yeah. just on your fake fan service on what? Yeah. So there's one that has really been digging me. Chewbacca gets a medal. It's not his medal. It's yeah. Leia's medal. It's the medal from Star Wars that Han and Luke get at the end of the movie. Oh, from Return of the Jedi. No, no, from, from New, New Hope. Hope. From New oh, Hope. Oh, way like, right, hey, right, thank right, you right. for saving us. Right. They so right. get a medal. And Chewbacca doesn't and get it's a, it's a fan service <laughs> moment that they just throw in because they're like, oh, some people have a joke that Chewbacca yes. never got a medal. But and it's then like, suddenly they give like a random character who we don't, Maz, Maz gives yes. him the medal. It's unearned. And it's like, you're supposed to go, yay, yeah. Chewbacca got a medal. Finally. It's like, no, he. Yeah. It's like it's like oh Leia's dead. Give it to the dog. <laughs> like he wants it. I do really like though that this adds a story element that Maz is just as soon as you die, Maz is just on your she corpse, takes your just shit. passing shit out. She's a like, grave robber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I call the boots. Yeah. Boots in the middle are mine. And listen, Maz is a character, not great. Right. And and there was not a lot fleshed could, out. Could have been, but was yes. not. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff from Force Awakens specifically where her characters would be much bigger. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like reading through like the uh the art and making of Force Awakens. Oh, 
let's talk about that for a second. Which is really amazing. You get more info from the art of <laughs> books <laughs> you do, than that's, any of the fucking because movies. there's a whole thing where Maz was supposed to be at the Resistance base in Force Awakens with them. She was supposed to travel with them, participate with them, be a bigger deal in the end of the movie. There's even in the second teaser trailer for Force Awakens, there's a, a shot of Maz handing the lightsaber on, at the Rebel base mm-hmm. to, Carrie, to, to Carrie Fisher. Nope. And it's oh yeah, Carrie Fisher. Sorry, I thought you yeah. meant Felicity. Yeah, Carrie Dunn. <laughs> Which I'm a big role of that too. But uh, but yeah, but but there's a lot of stuff cut out from Force Awakens mm-hmm. in Last Jedi. She doesn't factor in a lot. But but I really like her scene where it's just the hologram of her fighting people yeah. and giving them like, here's the next thing you need to do. I got shit to deal with. Bye. <laughs> and it's it works. But in this movie, she just stands around and steals the metal from Leia's dead body from dead people. Yeah. So that was <laughs> that was most of my major. Maz is chaotic neutral. Yes. <laughs> no. So we can get we can move on, but when we get into the deeper dice, but right. that was just basically it. It's just yeah. like it was unearned fan service. And as a fan, I was just like, fuck you. And there's a, there's that a, wasn't fun for and me. There's to a lot see. of it a lot of it in this movie. A lot yeah. of it in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, there was a lot of that fan service that did work. Mm-hmm. The the things like the metal or um it's been a minute now because of the terrible weather. So <laughs> there are some things that I just like can't recall because at worst, they just didn't stick with me. Right. There right. were a lot of things that weren't actively bad, but just forgettable. Right. Uh, but there were there was some fan service that just it really landed in a good way with me. And mm-hmm. I think a big part of this probably is because um, I think I'm a few years younger than you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I was. I'm 50. So. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> you look good. You look good for 50, man. <laughs> Can't wait to see you at 150 when you're swinging around on a crane. Yeah. Uh, but I, so I was very young when I got into all the Star Wars right, stuff right. and have just, I think the age range of like, you know, where I'm at, mm-hmm. people are probably a little more, it's like how people who were older when Return of the Jedi came out didn't like the Ewoks. Right, Younger right. people love the Ewoks. I think it's a very similar type thing. And it's just, it all kind of goes back to what your relationship with Star Wars growing up was like. 100%. And how, what specific things are going to land with you and make you feel those good Star Wars feelings. Right, right. Uh, Because as I talk about in our Rise of Skywalker episode, I was a sobbing mess at the very end, (laughs) as unearned as it was. Yeah. But as soon as Ray is going back to Tatooine Mm -hmm. and you see the sand crawler, like my whole body was just like yeah. racked, like you, shaking. You, were, you knew you knew exactly yeah. what was coming. Yeah, hundred percent. Because if if I hear uh, binary sunset, right. which uh, if you're not familiar, it's a piece of music from New Hope that shows it's it's considered probably one of the most pivotal points of the Star it's, Wars it's story. It's Luke finally deciding yeah. to go on his journey as he's looking out into the desert at his nothingness. Mm-hmm. And it's his awesome. two sons. I don't know where they got the name binary sunset though. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> but so any time that they call back to that, right. uh, that I, that gets me. Uh, the end of the prequel trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When Uncle Owen is standing on the uh, standing on that same yeah. mound of sand, <laughs> looking at Binary Sunset, right. holding Luke. Uh, like Riley and I, uh, one of the other guys on Who the Hell Is This For? We have a we did have a running joke for a while that just that was Owen teaching Luke the. Uh, <laughs> The Lars ways the of Lars just ways looking of staring out at the, at the sun. Yeah. Looking out at the, <laughs> the sun. two suns. This is what we do from 7 to 7.05. <laughs> but stare. even then, um, that 
that gets me. Just right. any time that I hear binary sunset uh, or that's used in Force Awakens, it was used when yeah. Rey uh, first takes Anakin's lightsaber right. when Kylo's trying to take it. Correct. Again, and, and you have that sobbing. great, yeah. great moment of like Kylo reaching out for it. It goes past him yes. into Rey's hands. It's phenomenal. And then I, I, but I think my problem with fan service in general is that it makes things very easy. Yes. Right. So and, this movie, I, I just realized I haven't really talked about the movie itself. Just the <laughs> fan service. It's not a good movie, and it is. It's slick, but it's not competently storyboarded, written. Right. Uh, performances are great, but it's yep. just, it's a whole goddamn mess and it's not good from a filmmaking right. standpoint. But by God, it moves quick. Yeah, it has, <laughs> it has those Star Wars moments. And yes. for me, I actually saw a tweet uh, the other day uh, that was talking about, because this discourse is just never ending and we're never going to stop talking no, about Star Wars. Especially on Twitter, it's a hell site. Yeah, so but we're never getting out of it. <laughs> People were talking about it and somebody said, you know, for me, it comes down to, does it Star Wars? Yes, and it, uh, I can understand it, that, yeah. For me, like there were moments where this one did some of the best things that we've gotten mm -hmm. yeah. uh, from Star Wars because even though people, certain characters being back or being where they were, right. like even Lando, mm -hmm. a lot of it didn't make a ton of sense, but the execution once they were brought into the story and how they played their role and kind of re-inhabited that character or just the things that were done with some of the story elements that were introduced. Right, right. That I still really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And overall, like, the best comparison, it feels like a bad live-action uh, Clone Wars or Rebels episode. <laughs> and that, like... So even you can fault it for that it still has a lot of really strong elements, um, mostly visually, because there's a very specific visual style that comes with these things. Because J.J. Abrams is a phenomenal visual yeah. director. Yeah. And I agree with you. He is a very messy storytelling director, especially when he is trying to end <laughs> things. I mean, take Strat Star Trek II, take the end of Felicity, which is Lost. crazy. Uh, yeah, Lost. Well, he's still up and coming, so once he gets... Yeah, once he really he gets his stride, he's fine. But, I mean, I, I, I want to specifically, like, fan service and how... I, I think, like, especially, like, with Lando, like, for his character, like, they introduce his character. Uh, yeah, I love the tiki mug. Yes, yeah, so I'm drinking out of a Lando yeah. tiki mug as we speak. And then... That they, better be Colt 45. <laughs> <laughs> they, they introduce Wish Lando just to have Lando say something and then move on yeah. and then not, not do anything. Like it, it, it's, it's bizarre. And, and I think like I read this really interesting article that kind of summed up fan service and how fan service is not a good thing. Like mm -hmm. if fan service would have written and directed and made the thing, we would have had a clear definitive answer on who the thing is and what it was doing and had a happy ending. If we would have had well, it, fan... It did, and then we got the thing 2011. <laughs> <laughs> if we would have had fan service for a lot of other like different movies, we would have had happy endings that wrap up things, that make things very easy. And I think this movie, it fails on a lot of different levels. And like you said, it, it's not a good movie. It's messy. It's crazy. I think from the very beginning, a couple things fuck this movie very hard. One, Carrie Fisher, unfortunately yeah. passing away... Fuck this movie, extremely, extremely bad. Yeah, um, because you could tell this movie needed Carrie Fisher to be in it to anchor the movie with Kylo Ren's story. Because I think there are things that happen in this movie, especially like the way they bring up Leia and her story a lot. 
um, it, it needed, especially whenever Kylo Ren turns from being bad to good. I think having that conversation with his mother, uh, that same like Han conversation would have worked way better. Yeah. Um, as well as not, especially seeing it the second time because her just putting in deleted scenes of Carrie Fisher from The Force Awakens sticks out like a sword. It's, it's very bad. Two, I think bringing back the Emperor again totally nullifies and negates everything that Luke went through, everything that Darth Vader went through, mm-hmm. that basically the entire original trilogy. Yeah, because you shit on Darth Vader's redemption arc. Correct. You if, take it, it away from and him. You, bring, he, you did bring nothing. the Emperor back. He was a genocider. It was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But you bring him back for... All a, those sane people. <laughs> for, for a plan that doesn't really like make a whole lot of sense. Like Originally, he wants Kylo to find him. Kylo does and says, just bring me Rey. And Kylo's like, eh, I might kill you. And he's like... You shouldn't. He's like, okay, I'm going to go find Ray. <laughs> All right. Hey, guy, don't do that. And then you have this whole idea of like this really cool idea in Last Jedi of Snoke was just another asshole taking over the, the Empire. And in this movie, you have actually, I was the one who created, not even pulling the strings of Snoke. I fucking created Snoke. And it's like, uh, wait, wait. And so <laughs> I was talking through him. Right. And, and, and there's a really cool line, cool line, where. Emperor says, like, I, every voice you've ever heard in your head, that was me. And it's kind of like, but wait. And then there's so many moments in this movie where Kylo Ren go, like, switches, turns, like, changes his mind or trying to tell Ray something. It's like, why, if the Emperor is so powerful and so in Kylo Ren's head all the time, how could he have not seen, like, what was going to happen? Because He's giving la- him privacy. He's trying something <laughs> new. I guess yeah. so, yeah. He's trying to fix what he messed up with I, Vader. I, I guess, because at first, because he's like, bring me Ray. Kylo Ren's like, nah, I'm going to kill you. I'm and not going to lose another one. Yeah. Just do it. And then <laughs> and then suddenly he's like, nah, bring me Ray because I'm going to have Ray kill me and then she's going to become Galpatine. And it's like... Oh, I like that. Yeah. What the thanks. fuck I've, did you just say? I've been working on that a lot. Um, <laughs> because, and then it becomes this whole idea of you could tell JJ wants to remake the end of return of the Jedi so fucking bad with this movie. And it doesn't work like at all because return of the Jedi works on a whole lot of levels. And that's why I think it's, it deserves to be counted as one of the best star Wars movies ever because that whole like ending, like set of scenes between Luke, Darth Vader and emperor are phenomenal because Luke is trying to be not pissed off. And then is raging pissed Luke off. Luke is fucked by the he end of Return is of the Jedi. So pissed off. Well, because it's, it's a story about family. Correct. It's a father yeah. and son story at its heart. Right. It's it's Luke going to Darth Vader saying, "I know there's good in you. Yeah. We I can make you good again. I love and, you, Papa. Yeah. Come with me. <laughs> Help me, Papa. Papa. Can you hear me? Right. <laughs> and said, I didn't know John Williams wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play it backwards. Right. Oh. Yeah. But trying to set that set that up in this movie makes no sense at all. Because Ray does not go to Palpatine upset or mad or full of anger, anything like that. She's conflicted, but conflicted in a different way. Mm -hmm. So like the whole time Palpatine is monologuing about like, you will strike me down in anger. I will become you. All the Sith will live in you. I'm just like, none of that makes any sense. (laughs) He sounds like he's reading from a syllabus. You will kill me. I will become you. Yada, yada, yada. Let's do this. And and so she's like, yeah, kill me. Textbook from the (laughs) campus bookstore. So as as she's like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, and then suddenly the plan of him of 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 Ray killing the Palpatine in anger, and then suddenly Ray, Ben shows up 
Yeah. And th- she pulls out the, star- the lightsaber to fight the guys. That plan is suddenly gone. Yeah. There's no more of Palpatine wanting Ray to strike him down in anger because like now she's now she's probably a little pissed off. Yeah. Because she knows Ben's there. She knows like helps on the way. She sees her fucking friends being fried to death yeah. with Palpatine's giant electrical yeah. fingers. Big boy lightning. <laughs> and it's 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 so bizarre. And so then Ben one of my one of my favorite moments in the movie is whenever they they pass the mm-hmm. lightsaber between each other, Ben all the slipknot sees that he has the lightsaber. What? The Knights of Ren of Slipknot. Knights of Ben. Knights of Ren or Slipknot. They're the same guy? No. no. There's Ben there's, Kylo Ren. There's a whole sect of <laughs> of underlings that are talked mentioned in Force Awakens. He's joking because it's Ben Kenobi. Or or Ben Ben. Yeah. yeah. His name is Ben. But that's another big problem in this movie too, is this what You don't get my jokes? Exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. I get your joke. Is Thank that you. is it, and then suddenly it's oh I'm if I just hold up a lightsaber to you. Yep. And I hold up two lightsabers to you. <laughs> then two wrongs make a right. These and a third arm <laughs> brings out another lightsaber. Right. It's, wait, what the fuck was that guy from the prequel? General Grievous. Yes, Grievous. Yes. Yeah. Grievous comes back. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so you so have you to have... get mesothelioma to yeah. be able to wield that many lightsabers. So you, you you have all those giant problems of the movie, and then then you have these characters who we've built through these two movies regress and become not characters anymore. Finn goes back to being basically just running after Ray, trying to tell her something. Ray! He gets, and then I, I wrote this down in my 175 notes. <laughs> Let's take a look. Through, uh, find it. Oh, we're on Dr. No. There again. are so many times it come, like they start to add in Poe's backstory and Finn is like, why do you know how to hot rod that thing? Why do you know how to do this? Yeah. Oh, you have something you need to tell me? It's like, why is Finn suddenly so obsessed with Poe's backstory? He thought backstory? he found a good boy, yeah. and now he's being <laughs> yeah. disappointed. Right. And then... <laughs> That's uh, the yeah. biggest issue with this movie, yes. is that they should have gotten together. Yes. I'm uh, and so then, let down. Right. And then, so you have all these characters who don't do anything, who go back to being bad characters. You have Carrie Russell being introduced in the movie, who I'm, I think it was a bet between her and J.J. Abrams to see how much screen time she could get in this movie without actually being in this movie. Like that was hundred percent a body double. Like the only time you see Carrie Fisher is when it, shoop, yeah, her come eyes with come me, down. Oscar Isaac, boop, and then done. <laughs> if you want to live. And then, and then we have, hold on, wait, are we talking Carrie Russell or Carrie Fisher? Carrie Russell. Felicity. Okay. Felicity. You said, you said Fisher. Oh, I'm sorry. Carrie Russell. Too, too many Carries. Very Carrie's. confused. I've been drinking. I can't handle this. <laughs> um, and so, Ooh. <laughs> Don't you give me the? That's what I do to you. <laughs> and so then, then you go through this whole idea of Ray is trying to create her own destiny, trying to do all this other stuff. And, and I can understand how the the binary sunsets it, it, it makes you feel good. Yes, but like not it, earned, but it makes you feel good. It was done better and succinctly in la, at the end of the Last Jedi with Luke yes. dying and seeing the binary sunset and passing oh. away. It's phenomenal. Oh, it's so great. In this movie. Spoiler alert, from the making of, of, of this movie, the only reason she went to Tatooine was because Ben was supposed to be hiding out there and was supposed to be saved. That's And he was hiding out at the Lars homestead. So, Oh, that's huh. not good. Wait so a you minute. have this whole thing where the only reason thematically it makes any sense that she goes to the Tatooine, it was cut out of the movie. And so then... She buries the lightsabers for two people who never wanted to return who to Tatooine hated that ever planet. again. <laughs> An aggressive lady who walks up and says, who are you? Who are you? Ray, 
No, motherfucker, ask your last name. Uh, Ray Skywalker, I don't know. It, it's, it's, just, it's so many things. Again, super messy. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's a self-imposed nine-film wrap-up yeah. yeah. that didn't need to be a, didn't need to do that at all. The lady could have been the seven-up dot, and it would have made right. more sense. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> right? Who are you? Fuck off, lady! It's my sand house and, now. And the last Walks thing, up drinking one of whatever uh, <laughs> blue milk JJ sodas right. are that are in every movie. And, and this, that's a thing. Uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's a big clover field. Is it field. slice yeah. the 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 drink they always have in every movie? Yes. Fuck, what is it? I, Water. <laughs> Sprite, diet uh, Fresca. water, uh, Doctor Cloverfield, Doctor like Cloverfield, Fresca, good, Slusho, Slusho. So yeah, oh yeah, I remember that from Star Trek. <laughs> right. So it's from the the simulator. Is it? No, is it actually no. <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna look like making yeah. an asshole. Yeah. If, uh... So the last thing, so we need to wrap this thing up because we're going over time. <laughs> yeah, we oh, thought we were getting out we? of here in an hour. I, <laughs> I think we should go around and say what our favorite part. Uh, I the, think the we cameras should. were turned on. Okay. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> My favorite part was, um, man, we just missed so much <laughs> of it. My favorite part was the new droid they introduced. See, I thought he was. I Theo thought it was has cool. Boundaries, and yeah. we can respect <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, I thought it was, it was nice. cool because uh, uh, we stand a tiny king. <laughs> Babu Frick, man. Come on. Oh, Babu yes. Frick. That dude was a drunk Russian Dude, bot. he was the best. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I hated him because he, show up, he, show, he showed up in the plane fight at the end. Yeah, yeah because he was too drunk to in drive. In Carrie's lap, Honda just like, hello. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> I'm here too. He no. had to get a ride, but he had to go where she was going first. Can you take me to my <laughs> drug test? <laughs> I have a job at CVS in the morning. My license is suspended. <laughs> Can you take me back to my Honda Accord in the morning? <laughs> but for real, like, I, I, as much as I dislike this movie, right. I still love Star Wars. Yeah, and for for better or for worse, this is a Star Wars flick, and it did resonate with me in some parts. Right. I just wish it had tried harder. <laughs> yes, I agree with you, Ty. Absolutely, it was lazy. But my favorite part, aside from everything I've talked about already, <laughs> I'm just gonna go with the Muppet that goes, "Okay." <laughs> Oh my god, with Lando's oh. like, keep moving. He's like, yeah. okay. And then shuts the door again. He's in the movie for five seconds. Um, I, I would say definitely... Uh, to, in the movie longer than Rose Tico. <laughs> god damn, that's a whole other subject. My favorite moment in this movie, or favorite, most positive thing I can say about this movie is, like we talked about, the forced FaceTime between Kylo Ren yeah. and mm-hmm. Rey is phenomenal. I love... The stuff... They expand on that from The Last Jedi. It's set up in this movie really well. Expanded. And then the their fight on the Death Star is one of the most emotionally like stunning lightsaber battles ever done. I hate everything that comes before it because none of it makes sense. I hate everything that comes after it because it also doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that moment between those two two fighting for real in like Ray like 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 who hit like turning over her wrist because she's like God damn this hurts like I can't do this anymore mm-hmm. is is really good. I, I I love that a lot. Um, but ultimately, this me- this movie is is a giant mess, and and I think again, throw out the emperor, make it just some weird Sith energy that yeah. Kylo Ren's trying to corrupt and move on. What was your favorite part? My favorite part was that so for the last two movies, I thought that Kylo Ren felt out of place and weird. Sure, I I thought his character was weird. I thought I I didn't I wasn't a huge fan of Kylo Ren, but. As soon as he ditches the Kylo Ren stuff, 
it feels like he's an actual character. Like it yeah. feels like in in this movie. Yeah. Okay. Like as soon as he drops the the whole right. Kylo Ren thing. Because you know after he, he does that, he doesn't have a line of dialogue. But 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 Good. it's like <laughs> it's because it feels like he's Han Solo's son it, it, yeah. in that yes. moment, right? Yeah. Like he's doing action adventure Han Solo stuff with yeah. that flair, even if he doesn't have any dialogue. Right. He's a golden golden hearted prick. Yeah, but like. I don't know. It's just the character feels like it came alive mm-hmm. as soon as he stopped being right. that. That says mm-hmm. something about the writing if you like the character more after he didn't talk well, versus... And it's not about him not yeah. talking. It's just about... I'm just saying, but he made more of an impact right. on you. Then. And, and, yeah. It, yeah. and it yeah. happens 30 minutes I think until that all before the movie's to Adam over. Driver, though. Oh. That's absolutely... Yes. Oh, probably. I, I yeah, think yeah. of all the actors in this movie, Adam Driver is, is, is the best. I, I love him in these movies. Mm-hmm. I think he does a, does a really good job of going from this conflicted weirdo who has his whole destiny planned out already and turns away from it to this next movie where he, the, the second movie where he obtains the power of the entire first order to this movie where he ultimately has a redemption, which I can understand. I wish the redemption would have happened earlier in the movie. Yes. Like yeah. I, I think it yeah. would have worked so much better if it would have happened way earlier in him either Carrie Fisher, unfortunately needed to pass away in the movie earlier on in the movie for him to turn away from the dark side ball. Of I would have preferred had we had that turn at the end of Last Jedi and also had Rey right. take Kylo's place as Supreme Leader. That's what right. I thought was going to yes. happen. Yes. Because yeah. how, I mean, that would have been really, really great. But that could be a whole other podcast of things we yes. wish would happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, Because <laughs> we 100% need to wrap this up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but another thing. Yeah. <laughs> another thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, Greg, we'll start with you. Yo. Please plug. Your podcast and whatever else you need to plug. Yeah. So I am, like I said in the beginning, um, a co-host to a podcast called First Issue Club, where we cover uh, first issues every week, comic books. Um, We are on Twitter, Facebook. We are on Facebook, YouTube. Just search First Issue Club. We love talking comic books. Uh, We are very active on Twitter, and we like to scream and shout all the the time. It's the only podcast I talk back to. Is it really? Yeah, hundred oh, percent. Yeah. I'll be in my car. And I'll be like, yes, yes, absolutely. Because <laughs> there is some shit going down in the comic book universe. Correct. Yeah. Talk back at you. Guys, oh. You guys can't hear me, but I would. I would. Happening. I would love to hear that podcast of other listeners shouting at our podcast. Oh, oh it would be. It would be loud. The Vargas Reaction Podcast. Yes. Podcast. Oh Damn. Podcast everyone, riff tracks. Everyone sends in their audio file. Yeah. You just overlay them all at once. Oh, the commentary. My Hell God. yeah. <laughs> Yes, let's I would make love that to happen. do that. So yeah, check us out. Um, if you like comic books, if you'd like people yelling at each other, like this podcast, we also do that. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Ty, and then uh, our podcast is "Who the Hell Is This For?" You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, have not figured out Spotify yet. <laughs> uh, we are active on Twitter at WTHITFPod. Uh, that's the account I use. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff and Riley just use their own personal accounts. Uh, but we talk movies. Uh, we really like to just focus on who is this movie for? What are we watching that people enjoy or don't enjoy? Right. And what is it that we take away from that? And we, we've been incorporating more blockbusters, more recent, uh, recent things. And that's been kind of fun. We recently did an episode on Joker yeah, I, uh, I remember which, I, I was like Vargas in that episode. I was tweeting at you the entire <laughs> yes. time, like listening to that episode. Yeah. 
Yeah, and we'll probably uh, repost that. We're trying to get an episode on Parasite out right now Dude, yeah. as well. I, um, I, yeah, I loved your guys' episode on The Lighthouse. And then the episode <laughs> on Rise of Skywalker was really good, especially mm-hmm. your guys' riff on Emperor Palpatine fucking. <laughs> Just was probably my favorite thing on Palpatine. the planet. So, uh, so yeah. <laughs> Spent all my units on OnlyFans <laughs> subscriptions. <laughs> uh, Show oh, me your feeties. Yeah, I, I, I get, yeah, what you guys do you have not listened to that. on your Amazon wish list? <laughs> <laughs> um, Please listen to that episode. It's very, very good. We are also about to put out our 2019 in review episode. Oh, nice. Good. Um, here in the next few days. Perfect. So by the time you're hearing it, it should be out. But we are also notoriously bad at getting things out on time. So it may not be. Please. <laughs> so first issue club. And who the hell is this for? Check them out. Support local podcasts. 100%. Uh, Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, this was Dude, a yeah, lot I, of fun. I'm so happy we got this together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and hopefully we can thank do more collaborations. Yeah, thank later. you guys for scheduling this twice. <laughs> 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 Last week it didn't work out. But. Any chance to hear my voice through headphones? I will yeah. definitely be there. <laughs> we'll get you on for some more. I promise. Hell you. yeah. Well, we want to have you guys on. You know the the comic book podcast oh, as no. well. Oh, Vargas on Vargas. Do you like podcasts? Podcast? <laughs> I mean, do you like comic books and what? all that? Yeah, let's do a Moon Knight episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll talk about any movie ever. I, you know, Absolutely. comics are great, but uh, sorry, <laughs> I'm not as well versed these days. <laughs> <laughs> no one is. <laughs> it's true. Everyone, yeah. everyone has a fucking opinion, yeah. and they're usually wrong. Nobody knows what's fucking happening with X Men. <laughs> That's all, the only constant I know. Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan Hickman doesn't know what's going on. With X-Men. Yeah, and he wrote the goddamn <laughs> he wrote thing. The goddamn <laughs> <laughs> this is easy. Oh fuck. <laughs> Brag out where you can find us. Oh, you can find us uh, a lot of places. You can find us on Twitter at Debates on Tap. You can find us on Gmail at Debates on Fans at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at Debates on Pictures. Uh, tell a friend, subscribe. Subscribe to the other podcasts we mentioned, Who the Hell is This For and First Issue Club. Uh, you can find them, I'm pretty sure, both I mean, on iTunes and everything, and then we'll tweet right. out a link to find them. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, but thank you for joining us. If you're still here, <laughs> it's been a ride. This uh, is a short episode for who the hell is this for? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. I think. Yep. Yeah. No, but does it? Bye.